Uh, hi, I'm Vishnu Gopinath, and you're listening to a special podcast on the Quint. And the topic of discussion today is Zara Wasim announcing that she is retiring from Bollywood. We're joined by Nishta Gautam. Hi. Adila Matra. Hello. Aditya Menon. Hello. And Hiba Beg. She's joining us from Mumbai. So don't mind her uh, audio being a little bit off. So let's do this quickly. The question in front of everyone is: Is Zara Wasim quitting Bollywood her own choice? And uh, if so, should we be allowed to say anything about it or critique her for it? I think it is her choice. I think whatever she has put up an, uh, I think a very um, comprehensive explanation as to why she's doing it. And I think we should let her be. We should respect her choice. uh like any other any other person's choices because she is in the limelight doesn't mean we don't respect her choice i think more than the question of choice adila i feel that uh, a lot of people are saying oh you know why are we even discussing this she's an 18 year old and um, you know she should be allowed to lead her life the way she wants but the point is that she's a public figure she has got the imagination of this nation by two fantastic films that she did in the past and interestingly both these films were about these women you know these young girls coming from a certain background breaking all the stereotypes and doing fantastic things and which it, and those real portrayals were very close to what zaira wasim actually ended up doing in you know in whatever time uh, she has spent in bollywood so when a person like that makes an announcement like this and as you rightly pointed out a very comprehensive sort of explanation as to why she wants to quit and she when she when she put that out obviously she she exercised a choice that she wanted to share it with the world now the world also has has a choice to either ignore it or to comment on what she has you know flung at it right so if people are reacting to it in whatever way and i'm not saying that i'm not condoning abuses or uh, or meanness that is landing um, at her doorstep but then you know genuine questions right whether she is really free to make that choice just because you know she's 18 right and all of those things i feel it's a two way communication when it comes to a public figure and people that that particular public figure is addressing um i think it's interesting that you say that it's okay to question uh, if this is her decision since she's only 18 and stuff like that because if you think about this then the same question could be put in from the other side she wasn't even 18 when she decided to be a part of bollywood and maybe now she's in a better state to come up with a decision and decide what she wants in her life i think what's interesting for me is that it's not that people um, are unsure of her decision right now i think they're scared of what she might be getting into i think suddenly her relating her choice to her faith has become some sort of a threat where they're going to see her as some extremist person who's doing uh, something out of probably some kind of brainwashing it's just uh, i think it's a weird kind of islamophobia that's just representing itself here i don't think we would have the same reaction if it were from some other religion i think no i don't think i don't think that's that's entirely true because we have had the uh, you know similar cases where uh, people have uh, you know even kids have renounced um, uh, you know the the worldly 
uh, material goods and have uh, gone on to become uh, nuns and um, you know of of different faiths for example the the jain girls recently who had uh, sort of uh, uh, made that decision that they wanted to 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 uh, you know to devote their lives uh, to religion and similar questions were asked right that are you really free to make a certain choice or is it is it a certain degree of brainwashing and it could happen in any religion so i think anishta makes a valid point there because at the end of the day you are a public figure and you are prone to facing questions and it's the situation that she is in being a woman in bollywood there is a reality that women do face a lot of pressures to to conform to a certain way and there is there have been more than one instance where women who have either uh, stepped away from bollywood after getting either married or after getting after getting say pregnant they have had to step away from the limelight so it can't be said that this is entirely her own choice that's, that's a presumption at the end of the day don't you think uh, i mean when it comes to uh, when zehra started her career uh, a lot of people projected their own biases towards her Uh, you know you know this is what a kashmiri youngster should be like and this is what a muslim youngster should be like and you know here's an achiever from kashmir which which shows that india is not biased against kashmiris but in the end these were just people what people attributed to her it wasn't what she thought of herself i think she was a uh, she wanted a career in bollywood at that time uh, she was 14 now she doesn't she was discovering herself then she's discovering herself now I hope this process of discovery uh, continues, and may she discover more aspects of herself in the time to come. But let's not project our beliefs on her either, from the uh, uh, from the uh, point of view of religion or from the point of view of liberalism. Actually, uh, adding to that, you know, we, we call someone empowered because we have certain views of empowerment in our heads. So we cannot we cannot force anyone to conform to our views of empowerment, or you know, we we. what she did is right for her so we cannot uh, force our views on her uh, at all i no, certainly is- i think that's a, that's a very valid point and uh, taking forward raditya's line of argument you know that the geopolitics of uh, of zaira's case is very very important she's a, she's a kashmiri woman and it's a it's a recorded fact that uh, when she joined uh, the film industry the family had received you know murdered um, threats from from all quarters of uh, you know radical um, sort of uh, radical religious outfits some you know influential and some not so who just decided that they wanted to be relevant by attacking this uh, 14 year old who had decided or you know who who had at least taken that step to do something which was expected not to and you know when it comes to people from kashmir there is there is this double edged sword somehow that seems to be like the case of democles sword which is which is always hanging on their head so people are supposed to behave in a certain way people are supposed to have a certain political leaning have a certain political belief and it's it just becomes a little too much i guess for a 14 year old was she able to handle it well we do not know we, i mean none of us debating this question here nobody knows her personally nobody knows the family personally we do not know their struggles at all right mm-hmm. so everything that we are doing right now belongs in the realm of speculation valid point 
<clears throat> and uh, but on that point, I do have one question. I mean, you, you, yes, you can say that uh, no one should impose their beliefs or their opinions on uh, and anyone, especially. I mean, if you're talking about freedoms and things, but at the end of the day. she is a public figure and the argument that kashmir's geopolitics is playing into this decision i'm sorry four years down the line it's playing into the decision now i think at the end of the day this was her own choice and i exactly yeah so what i was saying was the same thing i think it's also unfair for us to uh, to think that she somehow holds the responsibility to bring forward the women of kashmir or women of islam or women in general right just because she happened to be part of the limelight for whatever period that she was uh for maybe she enjoyed it at that point maybe she doesn't anymore i don't think we can say oh you were projecting a certain image and now that she's stepping back from it you're going to take the rest of the women back with you right i don't think it's fair to put it all on her shoulders no i don't think anybody is doing that but uh, it is also because a fact because people right now are hmm. are uh, linking her choice to like go back to her faith or get back with her spiritual connections as regressive mm-hmm. which i think is unfair also calling her ungrateful because just yeah. because she left an industry that is given her what she, that is made her what she is right now i don't think that's that's the right yeah. way to uh, react to this i think the kind because of because when you do that hello yeah Because when you do that, I think you're doing the same thing that these extremist groups were doing earlier, right? You're telling a person that this is what is expected out of you now. So no, um, no. I think I think my my question here by uh, I, uh, what Aditya also tried to bring, and I uh, took it a little uh, further because you know there are certain uh, things that are staring us in the face. For example, Pradash. I don't know how many of us have heard of this all women's band. which um, you know which was banned in the valley and the girls yeah. constantly received death threats and it was an all women's band in kashmir you know these these lovely girls i mean almost um, uh, zaira's age and uh, they had to bow down to that pressure extremely talented band so to just completely negate that reality is also a little problematic i think we have to take all these strains together but i think the kind of explanation that uh, zaira has given in a letter it does reflect a sense of self discovery it does reflect that she has been or is undergoing a certain journey right now mm. to use words like indoctrination to use words like uh, lack of agency uh, to use words like radicalization for her decision is highly problematic certainly uh, it may not be indoctrination aditya but it is also you know it has been established by uh, studies time and again and global studies particularly that women are more religious than men right they are uh, when it comes to the 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 degree of religiosity so there is this question of nature so we we may want to say oh they are biologically more inclined but we all know that it is all bunkum it is all about nurture 
in all religions women are meant to sort of bear the burden of 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 uh, religion and culture hindus would want uh, women to to observe certain things and muslims would want uh, their women to observe some some other things so this question of you know whether what you are doing you know it it brings us back to exactly. the, the the idea of uh, uh, hijab and ghungat exactly. so a woman may say ki main to ghungat karti hu kyunki mujhe acha lagta hai aur mera chehra dhaka rehta hai aur main sunburnt nahi hoti hu you know so all these things there are there are like uh, random arguments ki main isliye karti hu usliye karti hu but you know sometimes you have to see it also as as a as an outcome of brainwashing which happens and i do not say that it is a it is it is a, it is any kind of violent brainwashing or an active exactly. brainwashing but this there's a certain milieu that sort of uh, leads you to think that what you are doing is actually your choice but it exactly. may not be your choice but i think equating hijab or ghungat as markers of empowerment i think that is also not entirely Uh, true, because it, it's very wrong to say people who are wearing a hijab or a ghungat are less empowered than mm-hmm. people who are not wearing it. I don't think we should see. That's, a, that's an entirely different yeah. argument. So, but that's a differently, uh, di- uh, you know, a different argument. But uh, why I brought this analogy here was about about agency. Yeah, is it right. is it truly your own choice, or are you is your conditioning so strong, whether it's violent or whether it's benign? is your conditioning so strong that you believe it's your own choice like inception for example is it truly your own idea or was the idea put in your head over time you think i want to wear it i am okay with it but is it really your choice that's the question but here is what i'm saying i'm saying this is an endless debate there will never never be a conclusion to is it your choice is it someone else's putting ideas in your head i think what my point right now is that every time a woman makes a choice for herself she can't be put up for scrutiny you can't be dissecting and trying to figure out what she's saying sometimes i think it's okay to let women be make their own choices for themselves because otherwise you're just enforcing certain ideas on them and telling them how to behave which i think again is unfair right if you're saying that only certain ways of life are acceptable in modern times then that's just going to give us what one culture one people robots Certainly. i think right now we need to really like step back and let women have the power to make choices for themselves and that itself is a first step i think we're jumping way ahead trying to figure out oh are these ideas yours first let's believe women i think that's that's just as simple as it gets no it's not about men or men or women here i i i would not see it only as a question of um, uh you know let, let's let's believe women when they say oh it's my choice yes you know you grant them that you grant women that yes you are making a choice but the public is also free to dissect that choice but i just i just don't think that we should be so dismissive about it no 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 i don't think dismissal is is taking anybody anywhere and i i think that you also do need to take into consideration her life her geopolitical situation and the fact that there are other forces at play maybe she is not directly influenced by those forces but on some level they will I'm, i mean i'm i hope i'm not being too speculative but i think on some level they will always impinge on your decisions they will always influence your decisions to some extent so that does need to be considered i would just like to like bring the focus back on zaira she was 14 when she started acting mm-hmm. suddenly thrown into a life of fame yeah. 
coming from the background that she came from i think she was exposed to a completely new world and scrutiny of a very very deep kind from all sides from the media but and also from the society back home i think she tried to make sense of it in her own way and now she's further trying to make sense of where she is who she is where she comes from who what she wants from life i think she should be at the center of her own decisions and mm. and not what we think of her or what we want from her and i think you know you never know maybe yeah, exactly i years. think sometimes it's just it's just that age right you're trying to figure out your own identity you're trying to figure out where you belong especially being a child and having been through all of that and all the fame and everything that comes with it i'm sure it's a lot right yeah. i think maybe it's just someone as simple as saying i want to take a step back and i think this is something that i relate to more right now so i want to focus on that Absolutely. which i think should yeah. be given to her Absolutely. I think we finally have a point where we are all in agreement. So this, <laughs> at this point, I think our debate has come to a fairly surprisingly civil uh, conclusion. And uh, thanks for joining us today, Hiba. Thanks for joining us, Nishtha, Adila, and Thank Aditya. You, my pleasure. Thank you. With that said, we are going to wrap up this podcast. If you like this podcast, go check out the Quint on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts for a lot more content like this and more. 